Oh, yeah, Spence. I'm so stoked to be back here once again on our Ventura Forward Podcast, where we're searching for the tasty waves, righteous tune, fun in the sun, good grub, and all of that news going across the 805. On this episode, number 73 in our Ventura Ford podcast, we're going to be bringing those goods as we're going through the holiday season. Spence, how you feeling? Feeling good. Start of November. Let's head into Thanksgiving. Absolutely. Am I ready? City council meetings, city council meetings, leadership. That's why people listen to this podcast and the inside information about our awesomeness and the news and stuff we hear about out there. And there's been four weeks in a row of city council meetings, and I've got so much information here, I don't know if this podcast has enough time. Well, we'll uh, talk fast. Okay, let's get into number one here. I think the best news that I've heard, we'll start with positive news, is that a new application is coming for your cell phone to get information to the city of Ventura employees. Okay, one of the biggest complaints about the city of Ventura is that we're dilapidated. We're a little behind the times. Sometimes we like that about Ventura because you know, we're not L.A. because we're behind the times. But where we don't like it is where the quality of life gets affected because we don't have the technology to bring us up to date. What's the example? It's an application on your phone to report fallen branches. Maybe there's a mattress. Maybe there's graffiti. Maybe there's um, I hopefully it can lead into like vagrancy or safety a little bit so we don't continue to have to swamp the police department with phone calls because everyone right now says, what do we do? Call the police department 911 for an emergency. If I have something else, I call the non-emergency line. And if you call the city right now, the lack of response isn't good enough. So hopefully this new application, I don't know the name of it, but it'll be coming out soon in the next few months I heard. I have heard about this from Akbar Ali Khan about six months ago. So this has been in the works. So I'm excited because this app can cohesively work with the public works app from the county. Then state parks, Hopefully they can get an application and then eventually Spence, wait for the big bomb here. We can get it to where Ventura Ford has our own app and we can coordinate all that together because as we've talked about in the city of Ventura limits, it's not just the city of Ventura, right? There's county, there's state land, there's different stuff. So you might be in Ventura thinking that that mattress is on city land. So then you send the city an app. Is that now is the city app going to communicate with the county app? No, it is not. That's what Ventura Ford's always filling in the gaps. Yeah, the GPS for the county, what they'll do for that, because when you take a shot of the mattress that's on the side of the road, they'll say that's not ours, but directed to the agency that it's for. Because people don't realize, and you've done it with the graffiti. At one point, the railroad bridge was one of the best ones. Yeah. You had the problem with Caltrans. You had right-of-way for the railroad, and then you had city right-of-way. So you had to consult three different agencies just to get this solved. So when you see something going wrong or say, there should be a light at this corner, you got to make sure you're uh, going after the right people to get it done. And this, But this sounds like, like you said, this is good news. This is a good leap forward yeah. for the city of Ventura. You know, that city manager, Bill A., you're pushing it forward and faster and greater than we can get Ventura moving. And it's fun to see Mike Johnson, that name. I keep bringing up over and over on council because Mike Johnson is the most active. A city council meeting on Monday night was four hours. I'm going to think that Mike Johnson talked for a good 45 minutes of the four hours. This guy doesn't stop talking. I mean, his opinions, he has validated opinions sometimes. They're good opinions because his motivations are true. I was just on next door. Talking about motivations, people are saying Mike Johnson's getting paid. They're trying to find his motivations are true. It's his agenda that the community is disagreeing with. So that's where you got to really focus on some people. Say the same, same thing about Spencer. Say the same thing about our ex-city manager or current staffers. 
you got to believe and give people a chance that their motivation is true. And if it is, give them respect and give them respect. And if you don't like them, find someone to replace their job or in a council member's situation, find a way to vote them out. Don't get negative. Don't talk trash. Don't say recall. Don't go uh, in the past. There's a way in the American process to move it forward. What's in it for you? How many times do you hear that? Whenever you get behind something, everybody else thinks that. So I, I didn't know that about Mr. Johnson, but I will give good credit to him if he you know, stands up and talks. At least he's not – because I look at sometimes the silent types, it's like – Totally. It seems a little shady. It's like, why aren't you talking? Because when you speak in public, that's when people will hear the truth or catch you on something that's that's not so you know ready for the sunshine and that's why he's kind of surprising everybody and i have no problem about this podcast being a lot about mike johnson because i've been talking a lot about him and this is where the direction of ventura needs to change is that we didn't know who we're voting for and that's what's crazy special about that because people basically feel like mike johnson duped him and then he's up on city council talking about sabotage so there's a massive disconnect between what johnson is saying is going on city council and then what's happening in the public. And that's why I love him talking. He's telling us about the dysfunction. He is suing the city. He has the time and money to hire Ron Bamier to sue the city of Ventura to find out if they broke another Brannock violation because he doesn't want to issue an apology for something that he felt that he didn't do is right. You know what, Spence? In so many ways, I'm kind of jealous because I got falsely accused of accusations about bullying and harassing. I never had, I didn't have the money or the time to again hire Ron to go to court and to possibly prove this, nor did I want my time and my city resources used against this. So again, it goes down to someone just asked me on next door because I posted a video about Mike Johnson publicly speaking about putting six story, five story buildings on Telegraph Road in the college area. The vast majority of people do not want this. People that want this don't want to talk about politics. Someone on next door goes, this post is too political to be on next door. Everyone goes, what are you talking about? This is about building in our neighborhood. How is that not about next door? And then that person goes on and talks about a, probably about a four or five sentences about how, you know, Mike Johnson in politics and this person who made this is involved in politics. The comment from the person who said don't talk about politics was the most political comment in the whole thread. <laughs> so it shows you how near and dear the subject is, Spence. And the mm -hmm. people that know that the politics are pushing the envelope don't want to talk about it. And that's what's pissing everybody off on the national level. Biden doesn't want to do debates, right? How can you have an American president? Well, neither one, a president to be or possible president to be Donald Trump also isn't going in the debates. And then Biden's right. going to rose garden it and not uh, not go in either. Totally. Trump, what yeah. about Gavin Newsom? OK, let's stop. They should all be in a debate. Mm -hmm. Everyone should be put the fourth out there because if this world is your vote, I mean, is there anything more valuable as an American than your vote? I, I don't think that there is. And we're watering that down. We're not giving a chance to people to even respect and hear their vote. And that's why college kids are selling their votes. Someone was telling me last year that his daughter was part of a team knocking on dorm room doors, asking people to buy their ballots envelopes sealed, and they're going to open them for them and put them in. How much do you think it cost? I would say that costs $10,000. 50 bucks. 50 bucks. Okay, I thought as a whole. College students are selling. I might have referenced it wrong. So, so, no, that's a great point, though, and that's so evil. But you would sit down next to a college guy or gal and say, okay, I'm going to vote these, seal it up, and I'll send it off. 
So to make sure, because in the old days when we didn't have so much absentee, you could give me 50 bucks to vote for somebody, but I go in the booth alone. How do you know I executed that? But if you have an absentee, I hold your hand. Yep. Hit those boxes. We fold it up That's and seal it. And the person makes 50 bucks, and they're probably happy as heck. Modern campaign. Well, if you're sitting there saying, I hate everybody, and you, and you hate What I'm saying, to rudely interrupt, yeah. is if you have, so did they have $10,000 to pay so many people 50 bucks? What was the pool of money they had behind them to pay these people? Well, that's the George Soros funds of money, right? These bigger, not just use that as an example. I don't know George Soros is doing that, but that's the ideology and the accusations you heard online and in the, in, in the political community is that these big, big, donors are finding unique ways outside of the legal process to still influence elections. And if you look at a million bucks, how many $50 votes does that buy? The answer is a lot. And you could spend some local elections using those. And that's what Ventura Forward's here for. And wanted to start on the ground level to give you information throughout the whole year so you feel morally involved, so you can give more of an educated opinion when you're giving your vote. Let's go. That's what it's about. If you think it's about anything else other than that, if you're a young person, 15 years old, I heard my daughter got in a discussion about Ventura Forward in the cafeteria, Spence, at middle school. Some kid said, is your dad Ventura Forward? Made me proud. He goes, your dad's this, your dad's that. My daughter said, shut up. Mm -hmm. And they were arguing about me because I want the kids to understand that. I know my energy passion is high. If you think that this is coming from a negative place or like trying to come after everybody, it kind of is. Because I want to protect what's great in the American spirit. And I want to fight for that freedom that I believe is always being taken away. From the moment that we came across the pond, we haven't stopped fighting everybody. It's never free. Freedom is never, sorry for my language, fucking free. If you're sitting back in your ass thinking that, oh, I'm free, I'm an American, you, you've lost it. It's catching, the, the mud is piling up on top of you because in the American system, it's always built to continuously be moving against an oppressor for your freedom. That's the way it works, Spence. Am I describing that pretty well? Yes, muckrakers. Look it up. That's a, it's a funny reference. Muckrakers. Look up the muckrakers. What are they? What are the muckrakers? Muckrakers were uh, people that would find, uh, they were raking up the muck. So they would find out what politicians are doing that is bad. A muckraker. Oh. Yeah, and I, I think that's a 1900 reference or so. So don't be a, a mud, muckraker. Don't be a mudraker. Well, be somebody. There's good for transparency and mudraking. Yeah, apparently, the muckrakers on one side, the muck. Yeah, raking up the muck on one side where they were going after the people that were doing bad. But then it sort of flipped a little bit and they would try to find anything you ever did in your life that was wrong and hold it against you. And we know we've all done bonehead stuff in our lives. Uh, so that that's the, the dark side of it. Let's sit right there with Mike Johnson as the example again. And Mike, thank you for letting me be let me use that as example. You came to my public meeting six years ago. We've been acquaintances. We've been friends. We've been enemies. We've been all of the things above as men should be in our community. And as people call me the muck raker in the city of Ventura, let's say, and other people, I never look for the dirt, Spence. I never look for anything out of the ordinary that doesn't have to be shared with the community. Because quite, quite honestly, I don't want to look into it. I don't really care. I've got skeletons in my closet that I'm being a Norn and being Greg Norn's son. Nobody gets more muck strewed on them. And that's why I'm the muck raker because I was living in that muck my whole life in this city. And everyone knows that if you're following this podcast and online right now, I appreciate you to all of our sponsors that love me and appreciate me for that muck that was on me. And I moved home six years ago so everyone could see my muck and I could stand up in front of everybody and let you know, I'm going to clean myself off in front of you 
And I hope you appreciated that. I hope you've seen the example because I want you to get in that muck pile with me because it, it, like I said, it doesn't go away. The swamp is always there and there's natural, beautiful swamps that actually do a good ecologically system in America that we might find to be a mud pit, those mud pits, and I'm going off here, have salamanders. They've got life. And so did the city of Ventura that people were exploiting and taking advantage of. We're cleaning it up and we're making it better. And if Mike Johnson's got to be exploited or exposed more and more in that process, then let it be. Let it be that and let it be on the back of Ventura Forward. And by the way, muckrakers were investigative journalists during the progressive era, 1890s to 1920s, so my 1900 was close, who shone a light on corrupt business and government leaders as well as major social issues. That's what a muckraker was. So the progressive era from 1890 to 1920, so when I said around 1900, yeah, I, I got a, proud, a new t-shirt, I'm a proud muckraker. Muckraker, that's Ventura it. Ventura Ford muckraker. muckraker. That sounds like a good, like, that's going to be one of our uh, groups the muckrakers. Oh, yeah. Mud hands. It sounds like a good name for a ball club, too. The muckrakers. Yeah, it's not like politics haven't been involved in baseball before. Forever. <laughs> yeah, but that's uh, that's interesting. So everybody gets a voice. But again, for I didn't realize that Mr. Johnson was a that much of a voice on the city council. So I will give him huge credit because a lot of times, just like in couch therapy, Freudian couch therapy. Here I am digging deep again. Uh, but I, I know somebody who's a judge. And they said they'll sit there and they just want the people to talk who are coming up. They want him to talk because he said they'll always speak what's real. And he said his whole thing was, yes, mm, uh-huh. And it, people, when they talk, they'll expose themselves, sometimes for greatness and other times, whoops, uh, there it goes. It's, uh, it's the way it goes. So I, I admire him for being such a voice on the council. Love him or hate him, uh, it's good that he speaks. Yes, and I wish this person would have been here a few years ago, but now it's coming, now it's here. Almost like this allegations against him bullying took off his governance, took off his his uh, reprieve, his filter. And I like that. I want filters being gone. I want to see the true, true colors of people, and so does Ventura. We're real. We deserve it, and we want to vote for our leader, Spence. Moving into another topic on city council this last night was – Charter amendments. The city of Ventura is a charter city. That means you kind of make your own bylaws within the way we our standards, right? The way the city works and functions within the county, within the state. And mayor-elect was suggested from prior councils, especially by former mayor Eric Nazarenko, that the whole city should vote for the mayor and that person should be kind of elevated a little bit above everyone else in the districts and they can have a more a powerful voice. Johnson actually proposed the opposite. He wants to make possibly the elected mayor position a mini mayor, he called it, where that person is just a facilitator of ceremonies and that they don't get a vote on things. They only get a tiebreaker vote. That's a vice president. That's exactly the job of the vice president. The only real power the vice president has is breaking a tie. And then on top of that, they brought something else called uh, not crowdsourced voting or it's there's a new voting style that other cities and counties are using. Cho choice voting, crowd choice, choice, rank choice voting. Have you heard of this? I have not. You get to rank your opponent. So it's Tom Spence, Tom Spence, and Tom Spence. You could say, I like Tom Spence, one, two, three. And then all three of those Tom Spences get a vote. But it's your one, two, and three that get put together in a, in a compiled numbers. Who got more ones? Who got more twos? Who got more threes? 
see how that works. Because wasn't the old day when you were voting for city council before they got districts that they would say if you can vote in three, sometimes you only wanted to vote for your one because you didn't want him to lose because you voted on a two and a three. Right. And that was kind of defeating the system. When people say, well, you're not voting on the others. Well, I want to make sure my guy wins, so I'm only going to vote for that man or woman. All the politics were coming out on, on Monday night, and it's sad to see the games that complete can be played. But give Johnson credit again. Because even with district elections, you can just say the districts are smaller now. You, you tell someone to run who's the same demographic, it divides the vote. There's all this talk going on. But ultimately, I'm bringing this discussion up is because the public has raised their hand in council. They voted on polls on Ventura Forward that they had an overwhelming majority at 85% want to have elected mayor to have the majority of power. They really want this. And that's what needs to be put in the charter. So on Monday night, headed by Bill McReynolds and agreed on by council, we're creating a community committee to overlook the charter over the next 12 months. And the number one topic will be of this new committee oversight team to see if we'd have elected mayor or not. All right. So the people will decide ultimately in a small number if there'll be an elected mayor. And along with the other changes to the charter that the Council couldn't agree upon. Now, if we look at it quickly here, yes. Pop quiz, yes. Oxnard elects a mayor. Yes, the mayor's not appointed. Is that the only city? Does Simi Valley elect a mayor? Okay, I'm certain Tio does not. Fillmore, Santa Paula, Camarillo, I believe, I mean, is also on the. They vote a mayor. Yeah, I'm not sure. No, Camarillo is the appointment. I believe the appointment. Okay, yeah. but how many cities out of the ten vote? A mayor. Do they in Moore Park? I don't know. Well, you look at who kind of the progressively moving cities in the county, too. Ojai tends to be one of the more progressive ones, right? If you're looking at kind of like demographics of stereotypes of politics. They've put in to do ranked choice voting. They've, they've, they've asked their staff to look into it. So it's very interesting to see how this goes forward. And again, with Democrat, with Democrat, the, the Democrat, Democrats. Democrats seem to be the one, the political party, really pushing more of this ranked choice voting. I haven't really dived into it too much to see the positive and negatives, but it'll be interesting to find out. All right. What's next? What else can I search my little brain here for? Hmm. Okay, huge. How does an extra $165 million sound? Good. How about if that's going towards the taxpayer and ratepayer in the city of Ventura? Going towards them? Yes. Benefiting them? Uh, no, making them pay more. Oh, no. Not good. Not so much. So the water pier project that came out and that the city council was pushing for so hard, Mayor Joe Schrader, ex-staff, wanted this so bad, but we knew there was no leadership. We knew there was no expertise. We knew that no one else in the state of California had ever built a direct potable reuse plant to this side, asking their city for this much money. Why the city of Ventura get involved in this project, we still don't know. It was some politicians on the government side that wanted to push this through on the federal level. And now a new report comes back, which was once going to cost $375 million, is now going to cost close to $595 million. And on top of that, guess what? They can't guarantee that this is going to be the final price. And they can't guarantee how much of that is going to go to the rate payer and in what period of time. So... And we've already seen the big, great wall of Marina Park, 25 feet high, banging away, the outfill pipe being constructed. Is it time spent to pull the plug on the Ventura Water Pier project and say enough is enough? Maybe we've wasted 10 or $20 million 
but no to the $565 million. As you get into that uh, good money chasing bad, and it just keeps piling up. When I was a youthful voter, 18, 19, 20, I remember, oh, and I won't say anything, but, oh, I'll do it this way. This is for the police, yes. I definitely think that should be done. But then when you look into the roots of it, money could be going somewhere else. And it's one of the things about government when they dole out our tax dollars. Sometimes something that seems like a really great idea the way the money is spent is not so good. So we've really got to be good stewards of our cash because it is our cash. And it drives me nuts on the salaries, on everything that comes up in government. A well-intended proposal can just go straight to hell. And I think this is what happened here, especially putting in a town that doesn't need water. We really don't. We don't want to grow that much anymore. We're maxed out as far as housing goes in a sense. Everyone's been talking about the amount of water. We've got four great mound wells and basins the, yeah, the upper, aquifers the aquifer good. the upper mm-hmm. the lower the pyru the mound we have a man-made lake in lake casitas which is the highest it's been in decades from my knowledge we've got two rivers okay mm-hmm. we have the ocean what about pyru pyru thank you we've got pyru we have also an option to extend up to lake arrowhead arrowhead has a back channel that can get to here or pyramid, excuse me, pyramid, not arrowhead, pyramid has a back channel uh, we could use. So why is this important? Because Spence, we also had somebody in here from the county. I don't want to drop names because he's a great guy and just for fun reference. But remember his boss said that this is the best place for water he's ever worked. So we have these government officials that aren't from Ventura County that come from all over the United States and they come to Ventura County like, you guys have two rivers, a couple of man-made lakes and... State water. Oh, I didn't even mention state water connection. <laughs> Look at this. We had options, but they knew that this created the most government jobs. The feds knew that recycling water in the state of California equals political votes, building more houses, more government programs, more for the, the low income, the needy to continue to control people through government programs, government opportunity, and ultimately through what? Water. They're controlling them through the water, dude. Yeah, rent or watch rent. What an old guy. Uh, watch Chinatown. I love Chinatown. Chinatown, yeah. So it, good. It talks about that whole thing. And it's funny how- Changed my life forever. Yeah, it's, it's just funny. And again, ad nauseum, my dad was in the water business his entire working career. Yeah. He told me stuff back in the day, and everything he said just became true. And it, it was interesting. And so the water, the toilet to tap type things, when you hear all of this stuff, it's like, you know, astronauts drink their own pee through a recycling system. And when you hear things like toilet to tap, it freaks some people out. And we had a listener that called in and he said, I'm moving if they do that. I ain't drinking my own pee. You know, this guy was funny, Uh, but he seemed semi-serious. So with all of the water, decent conservation is going to definitely help and being smart about it, but we can control things here just fine. Yeah, we can control things without going desperate. And when you want to get desperate to push the future, you, you're going into unseen territory. And the unseen territory this time happened to be $150 million and plus. And it's fear-mongering like, oh my God, we're running out of water. We're, we do have to be careful. We're in a coastal desert. There's 850,000 people in this county, so you can't be stupid about it, but there's no need to totally uh, flip out. But wouldn't that also be, and I love what you say, and I agree 100%, wouldn't that be then a chance to be different to Sacramento and say, hey, we can't put this housing here. 
we can't do this arena housing here because all the experts and everyone's been saying for the last couple of decades that we're in a major drought mm -hmm. and that we can't do these things. But when you want to fill your agenda from politics and build homes, build, build, build. Yeah, and there where they're going to use water. And it, it does run into a little bit of that, too. You Total know, hypocrisy. Add more people, you're going to use more water. So then what are you going to do to the population? Yeah, it does seem to be contradictory. Thank you. And even furthermore, we save our agriculture. We know that this area has the best soil. You can't replicate our soil. Once you go past Magoo Rock and once you go to the Ventura River, the Ventura County Valley, uh, the Santa Clara Valley, what's the valley? The, uh, Santa Clara River from Santa Clarita. Mm -hmm. the, the soil is the best. And the world, Spence, you, we all know this. Living in Fillmore, I see a lot of ag, and I've been there 22 years, and I still drive the 126 a lot, and I smell those peppers, and it makes you realize what we have in this community. And How could that not be an exception? Between mm -hmm. building on top of the soil, not having the adequate water situation, the, the governor has to say something and say, you know what, let's allocate those housing somewhere else. Maybe it's Lancaster. Maybe it's somewhere else. Maybe you do some, I don't know where it's at. Maybe you decide to take less housing away. I don't know, but it's not Ventura County. But the other side is when you don't use land, you go up. And that's, yeah. that's the other side to it. And that's when we start talking about four, five, six, seven, eight story uh, building. And let's get going there on our podcast. We'll wrap this up in the next five or 10 minutes. We've been loving talking to you guys. All of our sponsors, Ventura Music Hall. I saw Dead Kennedys over the weekend. Shout out Ventura Music Hall, all the great work that they've continued to do. They're in a network. Is this true? The Ventura Music Hall is in a network of theaters that, that tend to have the same bands? I've heard this. Yes. So that's probably one of the reasons they're bringing in so many names. You know, they, they do bring in some very interesting folks. And uh, I love the Ventura Theater, but what's up? You know, having two venues in one community, the scale of Ventura Theater and uh, the Ventura Music Hall would be great. And we need some, give me some of those noises, like the breaking news noise. Uh, breaking news noise. Out of your voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this just in. The Ventura Majestic Theater no longer allows mosh pitting. Oh. I told you it was big. The last time, it was so long ago, the last time I saw Tool. And it was insane. This is quite a few years ago. My now. friend went to Offspring two weeks ago, oh. and he worked at the Ventura Music Hall. And he said, we went there for Offspring, and they said, no moshing. He's like, what the fuck? What do you mean? Because mm -hmm. that's what it's that's all about. That's why you, that's, yeah. so Dead Kennedy's was fun mosh pit. Good little, ang saw some angry guys in there, dude. Yeah. Shaved head, tattoos. Oh, I've seen some pushing. Yeah, I've seen at, at the Tool show. And Tool, I'll tell you, what a great band. Uh, I don't know how Dead Kennedys were. I didn't get to see him. Jello's no longer with the band, so I'm not so inclined. And it is funny to see uh, punks with their ARP cards, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Because you, know, cause you, um, you could see it. They were there. It wasn't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. It wasn't a tough pit. It was kind of a little weaker one, but it was fun. I had a great a mush time. pit, maybe more. A mush pit. We're checking Ventura Music Hall. Might have our Christmas party there. We're finding that out this week. I'm trying to book that up. It'd be fun. A lot of fun stuff going on. Pete's Breakfast House, Johnny's Mexican Food, Adenic Smoothies, a new sponsor. Adenic mm -hmm. Smoothies is checking in. I like to see that going on. What else do we have here? Uh, Goodwill in Industries, Ventura and Santa Barbara. Get out there, donate, shop. Goodwill, Pacific Coin. Didn't you get my artwork here? I got Goodwill. Yeah. Oh, we're going. I'm going Goodwill today too. I'm Goodwill all the way in. Right now, folks, let's take two minutes on this podcast. You know you can sponsor Ventura Forward if you want. The website's coming around, but there's two ways you can do this. Okay. It's trading, which is going to be good. It's socializing, and it's influencing. 
I'm bringing three terms that you can understand where you're as a personal level, as a business level, you can trade, you can social, or you can influence. And I'm going to make this very easy for you to understand and enter the realm of Ventura forward on a personal level, on a business level, Spence. And goodwill is on the influencing stage. They're right now where there are only main influencer are goodwill. We have a lot of social people influencing. We have a lot of trade going on. But we want to influence everyone to find their space to trade, socialize, or influence with some of your time, treasure, or talent. And I've got to get over to Goodwill and get some button-ups. You can find some good shirts. They, i got to get in there. you got to shop Goodwill. Mm-hmm. There's so much good stuff there for 5 bucks. And my kids totally get it. They love going to those stores because they even understand the value of the dollar. Not only getting themselves something pretty cool, but also realizing that the money does go to a cause with a lot of the shops that we have in this area for Goodwill. And my advice on shopping is this, don't go in there looking for just whatever you want. You have to have two or three specific items that you go in and you focus on, and if you don't find them, get out of there. Don't, like right now, it's, for you, I told you, it's my Volcom shorts. So it's shorts that I like to wear around town. It's Travis Matthew shorts. That's the famous golf brand that are expensive shorts. Mm. Five bucks, they resell for like 20, 25. So you, and then I also get, Hawaiian button-up shirts. I'm looking for like coastal, not Hawaiian, but coastal button-up shirts to wear for events. That's all I'm looking for. I'm in. I go to my short section. Boom, boom, boom. I go over to, oh, records too. Oh, I forgot to bring the records in. I'm vinyl. Like, I'm, oh, I got to see vinyl. I got uh, I got another one for you. Uh, the Oki from. I'm just an Oki from Merle Haggard. Live. In, in, That's Merle Haggard, right? Yeah, I'm Mer- just Merle Haggard, still in the plastic. From... Still in the plastic. Ooh. 99 cents. Wow. I'm telling you, I'm fine. Love going through vinyl. There's some, a lot of bad vinyl out there. Oh, it's okay. But hey, get out there. Be the 805. Get your thrift on. Be a Ventura local. Shop local. Give back local. And Adenic, I couldn't say more. They were at City Council. I still have got more to share about City Council. It's not happening on this podcast. Maybe I'll save some for next week. But Ashley and Zach came out to City Council. Ashley's pregnant, expecting a baby. Thank you for coming out. You showed love and warmth. To Ventura Forward in your smoothie shop on Main Street, close to Pete's Breakfast House, which you know is part of that Ventura Forward quiver of awesomeness. But go check out good people. And when you, the trifecta, we're leaving it on this. I'm trying to build trifecta winners everywhere. And if you're not part of the trifecta, have one of it. It's live, work, invest. Live, work, invest in the city of Ventura. And that's what's going to make a difference of being local. Okay, if you do one of the three, I love you equally. But if you do all three, like this couple that we just met that owns Adenic, it's hard to say, but it sounds like the Garden of Eden. Okay, it's a little playoff there, but Adenic, they live in Midtown, they open a business in Midtown, and they also work at the shop in Midtown. That's who we want to support more than Jamba Juice. Okay, I love Jamba Juice, but the investor of Jamba Juice doesn't live here. Okay. The investor of Jamba Juice probably doesn't even work here, okay? Now, God bless the people that work for Jamba Juice. That's why we still support Jamba because they're providing local jobs. But if you have a choice and start picking, we're going to pick the trifecta local businesses. Make, make sense? I'm with you. Yes. I love it. Okay. We had a great time in this podcast here at number 73. We can't have it without shouting out Ray Fresco, our band, bringing the teeth and taking us out. Kicked butt at Santa Paula. We still got to bring that up. It's a couple of weeks ago now, but the first time I saw him live, what a great band. Let's shout them out to all the band members that have come through. Guy Martin, Looking West. We've got Robert from the Heart and Soul Band that we associate a little bit. We've got Ray Fresco. Who's that rapper kid? The rapper kid, Quiet. Quiet. Quiet came in, who's been doing his work out there still. We've got Grigsby, 
who's doing some ra awesome rap stuff. If I'm forgetting anybody else, we've got um, my boy with the machete, man. I want to call him. Oh, I met him this weekend. I'm Roman. Roman playing the guitar, too. Roman's doing his stuff. Jaden Secor is a Ventura dude doing local stuff. Again, if I'm forgetting anybody, we're going to reach out because you're going to be playing the Christmas party. And I don't like people to play for free, but if I'm going to work out a deal where it's going to be very beneficial to get your name out there more and get this Christmas party going off December 22nd, mark your calendars on this podcast, December 22nd, Friday night, there will be a Christmas party location details coming block it off December 22nd Ventura Ford podcast Spence you have a good time great time I got to go get me a button up at Goodwill he's going to Goodwill to get a button up I'm going there to get some shorts until next time let's go yeah.